Welcome into Scout Team Sports. I am your host, Avalian, and it is time. It is now time for the Super Bowl predictions. We are at Super Bowl 55. 5-5. I looked at the Roman numerals at first, and I was like, okay. I hadn't looked at these things since grade school. I'm trying to remember what my Roman numerals are. Uh, yes, fifty-five. Yeah, I cheated. I didn't get the. I didn't guess it right. I cheated. I looked it up, and it is fifty-five. So, uh, we are in for it. Recap first of all of the championship conference championship weekend. I did very poorly. Oh, and two. I really thought it was going to be Bills, surprisingly, and um, the Packers. I thought it was going to be Bills and Packers, and it turned out to be Chiefs and Buccaneers. So, either way, I am miserable. It will either be my division rivals winning their second in a row championship or Tom Brady. Either way, it's not good for me. But the show must go on. As I've heard so many famous people say, I didn't really hear them, but I I was told that they said that. That's what you say. The show must go on. So I still got to break this game down. Still got to do this game. Still got to predict this game here. Um, but I have been following both teams throughout the playoffs and seeing how they play. I'm not surprised if they made it, uh, but I just thought conference championships were going to go differently. But nonetheless, here we are, Chiefs and Buccaneers. Buccaneers with Tom Brady, the first, the first, the first team to host a Super Bowl, a team that ends up playing the Super Bowl at their home stadium. Just too bad there's not, not going to be a bunch of crazy fans there. But they, I don't know what they're going to let in, you know, with this semi-quasi-bland uh, restriction now of of the, uh, of the COVID. You know, they're letting people in and only a certain amount of people and whatnot. I, I wonder how, how filled it is going to be. Uh, do Buccaneers fans get a discount? Uh <laughs> You know, because they wanted to seem like, oh, it's a home game for them. Is it really? Are there going to be any Buccaneers fans there? Can they afford to get? Because I imagine that they're still going to charge those Super Bowl prices are not going to be. I I really don't think those Super Bowl seat prices are going to be any less just because of the whole COVID situation. They can only allow a certain amount of people in. It's not going to be that many people there. Now, I think those those seats are going to be just as expensive, if not more uh, expensive. So. Is this really a home game? Yeah, you get to play in your home stadium. You get home rest, I guess. That's good because you don't have to fly out and go anywhere. And, you know, after three straight games on the road in the playoffs, you get to go home and play the Super Bowl. So I guess in that sense, it is a home field advantage uh, for the Buccaneers. Uh, But outside of that, I really don't see it as a home field advantage. But, hey, they made history, and Tom Brady is the guy to make history, of course. So breaking down this game. First, let's get the obvious out of the way. We know that the strengths of both these teams are their offenses. Uh, the Chiefs captain by Pat Mahomes, who just did show any signs of of, of, of of rust or anything like that after going down in the Browns game and, and playing very well like the pro, the all-pro that he is, uh, possibly MVP that he is um, in the AFC Championship game. So you know that that 
offense is going to be clicking. I think the dark horse in in their offense is still their running game. I still think it's so it's underestimated just because it's so overshadowed by the passing game and all the weapons in the passing game that Pat Mahomes has has at his disposal. Uh, you know Tyreek is going to play well. You know Travis Kelsey is going to play well. Nicole Hardman. Um, not sure if Le'Veon Le'Veon Bell is is in the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> After the holdout all season and not going gelling well with the Jets, and now he's with got you know got with the Chiefs and and he's in a Super Bowl. However little he does play, he's probably at least going to take a snap or two. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell is in the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. But he's not the starting back. The starting back is Williams. Um, and I can't remember his first name for life me right now. But Williams um, is their starting running back. And I think he's the dark horse. I think he's the key because you know the passing game is going to be, you know, all over the place. And you know that's what the Buccaneers defense has to respect the most and key in on in terms of uh, slowing down, if not stopping Pat Mahomes and that Chiefs offense. But I think that that running game can be very key because if the Chiefs can get their running game going, that's where the Buccaneers are softest. I'm not saying they're soft, but that's where they're, they are the softest. So you definitely want to attack their weakest link on defense, which is their run defense. You want to attack that. Um, you don't want to definitely, you don't want to necessarily just totally dump your game plan. If your game plan is designed around the passing game, by all means, do you. Don't go outside of yourself, but you do need to be able to make adjustments and you do need to be able to exploit and take advantage of weaknesses. You have to be able to do that. And I think that the Chiefs, you know, led by Andy Reid should do that because, I mean, he's smart. He's a smart guy. He's a smart coach. So I would think that they would like to try to take advantage of the Buccaneers' softest point, which is their run defense, and run the football. And uh, Williams can do that. Um, but, you know, you know, we'll see what they want to do, what they, you know, try to do. And uh, looking for some trick plays, of course, you know, maybe in some in some key situations. On the other side of the football, the Bucks' defense has been keying in on the teams that they faced in the playoffs uh, outside of their first game, which wasn't much. But the last two are facing really good Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks in their passing games. And so, I mean, they really just made Drew Brees look like a frantic mess. They really did. Um, and then they, you know, outlast, at least hold back, hold off just enough Aaron Rodgers um, in order to help their team get the victory. And now they've got to do it against probably who most would consider even better than those two would be, which is Pat Mahomes. Um, can they? I, I still think they're going to get, I, I think they're going to get scored on quite a bit. I think they're going to get scored on quite a bit, but can they make that one or two key defensive stops? I think that's what it's going to come down to. I wouldn't, be disappointed in them. Not that I'm, a, I'm not a Bucks fan, but I wouldn't be disappointed in the Bucks defense if they gave up 30 points. If they give up 30 points, I'm like, okay, that's the Chiefs offense. What do you expect? But if they can get those one or two key stops and uh, the Bucks offense is rolling, maybe they win the game on a defensive stop and maybe they win the game, you know, 38 to 34, or maybe they win the game 41 or 42 to 38 or something like that. That's what I think is going to come down to. The defense 
being key does not necessarily have to shut down the Chiefs' offense. They just got to hold them at bay long, long enough for their offense to get ahead. That's all it's about. It's not about, oh, this stellar defensive performance. Oh, can, can they really shut down? No, they can't shut down the Chiefs' offense. But slow them down is just as good if it allows your offense to score, get ahead, and you keep the lead. That's all that matters. When that clock strikes zero, it doesn't matter whether you beat the team by one point or 27, as long as you win, especially in this last game, the Super Bowl. No matter. It don't matter if it's a shootout. Can you make those one or two key defensive stops to slow down the Chiefs offense? I think that's going to be key. Let's flip it, flip it, flip it, flip it. Now we got the uh, Chiefs defense. We're going to go to the Chiefs defense. Uh, the Chiefs defense seems to, you know, I, if you look at them during the regular season, it was just like they were, they were last year. It's literally just like last year where when it comes to the regular season, it seems like, eh, eh, I don't see nobody picking the Chiefs defense in fantasy league, fantasy league because they're not going to score that many points in fantasy, which means their defense is not doing all that much. But they do just enough. And, uh, you know, their team uh, has won games uh, by two points, three points, four points, you know, and uh, it's, they're kind of just like mirroring the Bucks' defense. It's like, you know, they do just enough to get the job done when they can, when they have to. Every performance is not going to look stellar. They're not going to look like a dominant defense at all. But do they? can they do just enough? Can they get key plays? Um, I mean, the reason they beat the key time, that the key play when they really beat the Browns in the playoffs was when they forced Baker Mayfield on that third down to kick out to Kareem Hunt instead of throwing down the field like he wanted to. He had to do that because the Chiefs' defense got pressure up the middle. They got pressure up the middle, and that's that's the thing that wor- that bothers a quarterback more than anything. It's not the edges, even though the edge rushers get paid the most money because they're expected to get the most sacks. But it's not the edge rushers that bother the quarterback the most. It's the rush up the middle. If the defensive tackles can penetrate through the line and cause trouble cause pressure for a quarterback that will disturb him quicker than anything and force him to make a bad decision that's what happened in that playoff game otherwise I say the Browns drive down a field and maybe they win that playoff game but because that defensive line those defensive tackles whichever that one key defense tackle was got in Baker Mayfield's face or got close enough to his face Baker had to kick out the ball too early to check down throwing it only two to three yards deep and Kareem Hunt can't get the first down, and the Browns never get the ball back. That's what the Chiefs' defense does. It's not They're just like the Bucks' defense, and they'll probably give up 30-something points in this game too against the Bucks' offense. But can they make those one or two key stops? Can they slow down Brady, maybe pick him off one time? Because I know for sure, for the most part, I mean, I know, yeah, yeah, Pat Mahomes can have bad games. He had kind of sort of a bad game in last year's Super Bowl uh, with the three picks, but... Um, Generally, this go-around, are they really turning the ball over? No. Brady will turn the ball over. Not to say that he can't play smart. Of course, he's he, he's been playing smart all his career. That's why he's gone to 10th, going to his 10th, I think it's his 10th Super Bowl, and, and already won six. Uh, but he, I think they can cause, it's possible that the Chiefs defense, they probably are still going to give up 30-plus points. But they can possibly get those one or two key stops, 
or slow down, slow down the Bucks' offense just enough to allow Pat Mahomes and company to get the lead and they keep the lead. I really think that's what it comes down to. Because like I said, I don't see too much of a, uh, other than uh, Honey Badger, who to me is an elite defender, um, I don't see I don't see much of a of a threat as far as the Chiefs defense, but can they get those one or two key stops? That may be all it comes down to, and just like last year, it doesn't matter if you give up a whole bunch of points or you you know they're gushing you in the running game or whatever. If you come out in the end with that Super Bowl victory, if you play even just a little bit of defense, and that was enough to slow the other team down, hey, you're a Super Bowl champion. That's what matters. I'm going to pause real quick to hear from our sponsor. This is Scout Team Sports. Be back in a minute. And we're back. Scout Team Sports here. I am your host, Devalian. So we go to the Bucks offense now. Captain by Tom Brady. First year out of New England and to a Super Bowl. I, I, I'm not surprised. I really am not. Of all the competition... Uh, in the NFC, I'm not surprised because if you take Tom Brady and as smart as he is, even though his arm is not what it used to be, I don't care what anybody says, it's not what it used to be. If you can give him weapons to the point where he doesn't have to work that hard, I mean, look, I'm not calling Tom Brady a game manager most people would think is an insult. But literally most of the time, especially through these playoffs, that's really all he had to do. But being a game manager is the easiest thing in the world for Tom Brady. It's the easiest thing in the world for Tom Brady is to be a game manager. If all he's got to do is not make a mistake, if he doesn't really have to make plays, then, then I mean, you mean you're a shoe in the win almost because he's for the most part, he's not going to make mistakes. He played well. He threw touchdown passes in the NFC Championship game, but a lot of that was set up by the running game and the defense, and that's why they beat the Red, uh, the uh, I'm going to do it again. That's why they beat Washington football team in the wild card round. That's definitely why they beat the Saints in the divisional round because the Saints didn't want to run the football in the third quarter when they had the lead and then when they were tied. And they still didn't want to run the football. And what did the Bucks do? They ran the game, ran the football, and played defense. It was really the running game and defense is really the reason they got past the Saints. It was not Tom Brady at all. Then you get to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, he's throwing touchdown passes, but it's set up by the running game and the defense, allowing him to get the allowing the Bucks offense to get the lead, and then they keep it. That's football. But on top of that, you have a Tom Brady who can make plays and make them so easy because he has weapons now. Because he has not one, but at least two good running backs. Uh, I'm going to say, you know, I, I know both, most people might say three-headed monster, but I'm going to say it's Rojo, it's Ronald Jones, and it's Leonard Fournette. You got, he's got two weapons at running back. Then he's got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Gronk, and Antonio Brown as a fourth option if he needs him. Tom Brady doesn't have to work that hard now, especially against if it's not a really great defense. And, and you think about it, who have they faced in the playoffs that's a really great defense? The, the, the Washington was okay. They're good. I like them as a young, scrappy team, but they weren't great. The Saints' defense is good, but they're not great. The Packers' defense is, is less than that. So really, what defense, what has the, what have the Bucks had to do in terms of facing a really good, they haven't faced, their, their offense has not faced a really good defense this entire playoffs. 
I'm not. I'm gonna say it. You know, some people might disagree with me with the Saints. Oh well, the the their game plan was run the football, and they did it effectively, and they didn't really have to pass the football that much. If you don't have to pass the football, why would you? That's the easiest offensive game plan in the world. If you ain't gotta throw the football, because most people, while most people might like to throw the football, and it is a passing league, this it's still the highest risk. It's safer. It's much safer to run the football. If you don't have to pass the football and all you have to do is run, that's a safe game plan. You're less, much less likely to turn the football over and you're going to eventually score. That's the easiest offensive game plan. That's the easiest offensive game plan. So tell me, really, what did the Bucks have to really overcome in the playoffs as an offense? They really didn't face a great defense and the great defenses are supposed to be in the playoffs. For the most part, great defense, for the most part at all, great defenses did not make the playoffs in the NFC. Where's the great defense at? Where was the great defense in the, in, in the wild card round? Hmm? Where, where was the great, where was the great defense at? I mean, you, 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 you could talk about the Rams, the Rams, but Aaron Donald wasn't playing 100%. He had bruised ribs, so he had the good secondary of the Rams. But they're on the game on the field the whole time because because their offense couldn't do anything, and so they got tired. But other than that, where where's the great? I mean, and even still, I'm not ready to call them a great defense just because they have two great defensive players. They have two great defensive players, and the rest are good. I don't call that a great defense. It's a good defense, but I don't call it a great defense. You got two great players, and one of them is injured, and he can barely breathe because his his ribs are bruised. So you got one and a half great players going into a divisional round football game, playoff game. Other than that, where were the great defenses at? Especially for the Bucks, their line, I'm not going to judge their line. They can only face they can only face who's in front of them. But who did they face? They didn't face a great defense throughout the playoffs and they're not facing a great defense in the Super Bowl. So it's kind of elementary that they can do the things that they do. When uh, And especially you put Tom Brady at the helm, like I said, who doesn't have to work that hard because he's got weapons now. He's got weapons in the passing game. He's got weapons in the running game. He didn't have to do much. All he has to do is not make mistakes. All he has to do is not turn the ball over. All he has to do is not force the ball. For Tom Brady, for the average quarterback, that's a solid game plan, and maybe they'll go on to victory. For Tom Brady, that's a walk in the park. The only thing Tom Brady really has to worry about is honey badger. Honey badger. Other than that, what does he have to worry about? <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, you know, it's 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 not really a, oh, what's going to happen? No, it's it's kind of obvious. <laughs> it's kind of obvious. I think this game is going to come down to who has the ball last and that opposing defense making that one key stop to help their defense, help their team win the football game. And let me be clear, it's not defense that wins the championship, even if they make the final stop. It's not defense that wins a championship. It's balance. Balance is what wins championships. Who has the greatest balance? We both we know that both teams have a very, 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 very good offense. But whose defense is going to rise to the occasion? That's going to determine who wins the championship because that creates the greatest balance for either team. So who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Like I said, maybe who has the ball last, 
I see this being at least a 30, 30, you know, a 30 plus point game for both teams. Both teams are going to score at least 30 points. Um, who will get the key stop? Who will get that key stop? It's hard to go by play because if you think about it, who have who the as good a quarterbacks as the Bucks defense has seen so far in the playoffs is not Pat Mahomes. I that all respect to Drew Brees, all respect to Aaron Rodgers. Pat Mahomes is younger than them. And he's just a he's a different animal. He literally is a, just a different animal when it comes to the quarterback position. It's not to say that you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have his talent. He he's talented. He's a very athletic quarterback in terms of how he can throw the ball and things like that. Very smart. Same thing with Drew Brees, especially in his heyday. I mean, he is the passing yards leader for a reason all time. But Pat Mahomes is a different animal. He is a different animal. And even if they're down 20 points, you would always think, okay, the Chiefs are still in the game as long as number 15 is able to get back on the field. They're in the game. Even to down 20 points. <laughs> I don't think they'll be down 20 points in this game. But, you know, if the push comes to shove and Bucks get the upper hand, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think the Chiefs are out of it, not until that clock hits zero in the fourth quarter. Not until that clock hits all zeros in the fourth quarter. On the other hand, like I said, if if the Bucks get ahead, man, because it's so easy for Tom Brady now, and he only has to really deal about deal with one really, really, really good defender in Honey Badger, uh, all the rest of them, I think they could fake him out with, with their game plan, especially if he doesn't have to throw that much, and he had, they run the football, and the running game is solid. <sighs> You know, as much as to say the Chiefs get down and the Bucks are ahead, okay, the Chiefs score and they try to come back, but the Bucks keep scoring because it's so easy for them to run the football. And then Tom Brady just makes a little pass here, a little easy pass there, a couple dink and dunk touchdowns, and, yeah, he looks like the MVP, even though he really didn't do much. And the defensive running game set him up. So this is tough. This is tough. But... I am going to have to go with the Buccaneers. I can't stand it. Like I said, either way, I don't like this. Either my division rival wins their second in a row championship or Tom Brady wins. I'm thinking what I said, what I just said is going to happen. I think that the Bucks defense will make one or two key stops late in the game, and that will give the Bucks offense just enough to get ahead, maybe for like a three-point win. This should be an exciting game, definitely for all the talking heads and the average fan who likes a high-scoring game. This should be one, one for the books because I don't see either defense being able to stop the other's offense too much in this game. It's only going to take one or two key stops in late in the fourth quarter to seal the game, but as far as the game as a whole, it should be an entertaining matchup. And I think that because the Buccaneers will get one or two key stops on defense, like I said, it's going to be hard. They're still going to give up a lot of points, but they get one or two key stops on defense, and the Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady, will run the football more than they will pass 
and that's good. Tom Brady makes one or two key passes to get a first down and continue to burn the clock. And I think that's how it ends. Could be wrong. Might be wrong. But hey, I'm happy overall with my record. My record so far, let's see, five and six in the wild card round. Four and four in the divisional round. So that's six plus ten. That's ten games. So that's nine out of ten. Correct. And then that so that's nine and one. And then I lost on got wrong both championship games, conference championship games. So that's nine and three. So even if I'm wrong about this prediction, I'm nine and four in the playoffs. I'm good with that. Nothing more than four losses. As long as I don't get more than four losses, I'm good. So even if I'm wrong about this one, it's a fourth wrong game, wrong prediction, and I went nine and four. I'm happy with that. I really am. But I think I just I just look, I, I I love Pat Mahomes as a quarterback. I don't like the fact that he's on my rival, my division rivals team, but I love Pat Mahomes as a quarterback. If you ask me who what player I would be happiest for winning a Super Bowl, it would be Pat Mahomes. He's a place for the Chiefs, man. But I, I give the Chiefs their credit. I give the Chiefs their credit. They are absolutely lethal. They are absolutely lethal on offense. But who's going to get the ball first? If the Bucks get the ball first and they score first, and even though Pat Mahomes will get the ball second and they score, will the Bucks always be able to get ahead and score to get, take the lead every time and the Chiefs constantly playing catch-up? Are the Chiefs going to be able to get that defensive stop? I don't know. It just I I would trust the Bucks defense just a little bit more to get one or two key stops, and it might be that both teams get key stops, but Bucks get one more just so they can run out the clock at the end of the game, and they get that first down. Tom Brady makes that great five yard pass. <laughs> to get the fir- to uh get the first down and to continue to burn out the clock and the Chiefs don't have any timeouts left to stop the foot to stop the uh to stop the clock and allow Pat Mahomes to get back on the field. Because if you let Pat Mahomes have the ball last, I'm not trusting your defense. I'm not trusting your defense. The Bucks have to get a lead and they have to drain the clock late in the fourth quarter and not allow Pat Mahomes not even fifty nine seconds not even 30 seconds, back on the field. They cannot do that. If they do that, they're in trouble. But I don't think it'll, do, it'll happen because I think the Bucks will drain the clock past the two-minute warning, and that's how the game will end. So I'm thinking the Bucks are going to win this game. thinking the Bucks are going to win this game. Tom Brady gets his 80th Super Bowl victory. So that is my prediction. Not happy either way. But hey, it has been a ride. It has been wonderful on this podcast. I appreciate all my subscribers. Please share this. Please like Please like it. Please uh, subscribe. I wish there was comments. I'd love to hear people's feedback. Um, but just the way this uh, podcast is set up is just not like that. Uh, hopefully it'll get like that eventually. And hopefully as this, this uh, podcast grows, I can do more things. I have more avenues, more leeway, more options. 
uh, to where uh, I can hear people's feedback. I love to interview people and have people on my podcast, even just, you know, I have to be a celebrity. It could be, you know, your, you know, the average fan. I want the people, I want people who listen to this podcast, especially to be able to call in uh, and, and chime in their thoughts and things like that, their thoughts and predictions and stuff. So I really do appreciate everybody out there who's listening. Uh, believe until you stop breathing. That's my motto. I continue to live it, even though there was a time where it almost came to an end. But I thank God for uh, health and strength and allowing me to continue to move forward. Continue to move forward. Always moving forward. Always. Once again, believe until you stop breathing. This is the Valiant with Scout Team Sports. And we'll recap the Super Bowl at a later date and we'll move on from there into the next wrestling pay-per-view. How about that? This is the Valiant Scout Team Sports. Believe it till you stop breathing. I'll see you in the next episode.